thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Transform Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Rutherford, and I'm so thankful that you are with us for this particular episode. This is episode 20. We're closing out season two very, very quickly. We have this week and then next week, and we're going to finish up season two, um, and then we're going to jump right into season three very quickly. So hopefully that you will stick with, or hopefully that you'll stick with us um, through the remainder of this season, um, and also as we jump into season three. Uh, if you've been with us, uh, as we've been with the Scattered Abroad Network, thank you so much for your support. It means so much to us that you listen uh, to the podcast. I'm just grateful uh, for your support. Uh, if you know that we've been going through, uh, rather if you've been listening, you know that we've been going through a brand new series, and it's actually not brand new in now. We're about a month in, uh, but we're about to close out this series uh, of this idea of being transformed into a Christian. As we talk about this idea, um, now this is episode number four of this series, this idea of confession. And to help us do so is Tucker Wallace. Tucker, thanks so much for taking time again, man, being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure having you. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. Well, glad that we're able to get some time to record about. We've been talking about doing this for a while and just kind of weren't <laughs> able to make time. It's just been, time's crazy. Um, life gets crazy, yeah, man. Gets it really busy. Is. <laughs> but glad that we're able to get some time. We've carved out a few hours here to, to knock these out. So thankful for that. Like we've said before, I'll link all, all of Tucker's information, GBN, uh, the authentic Christian podcast, um, campfire shows, all that stuff. We'll link it in our show notes below. If it's not in this particular episode, go back to episode number 17. Um, that is where we first kicked off this series. And there you'll be able to find, um, all of those things. And also, if you don't really know why Tucker is on this particular, uh, set of lessons is because he has a very unique story uh, that kind of brought him to where he is now. And so we go over that in episode 17. So if you're looking for any of that kind of information, maybe you don't really, uh, you're kind of jumping in the middle here. I would recommend go back to episode 17. These episodes do go in order um, and they're kind of helpful to one another. So I do recommend that you do that. Also, if you're interested in anything about the network, uh, I meant to mention this before, but I failed to do so. Check our show notes below for all of our social media links, um, all of our platform links, and there you can find our website as well, as well as the ability to sign up for our newsletter. Go to our website, scatteredabroad.org, scroll all the way down, put in information, and we'll send you out a monthly newsletter that kind of updates you on the network. So with all of that out of the way, let's jump right in to episode 20, Transformed into a Christian. Let's talk about this idea of confession. Tucker, take it away, man. Let's talk about this idea of the role that confession played as we continue to walk through your conversion. I know we're not quite to the end yet. we got one more episode after this. Get us through this idea of confession and what it did for you in your conversion. So a couple of notes I wrote down, um, like confessing and confession, you're like claiming something. And right. at least that's how I see it in my head. It's like you're choosing something overall. Um, so um, when it comes to the point in my, in 2017, for me to confess Christ is really saying, I choose him and I'm claiming Jesus over everything that I've grown up believing or everything, all the, all the different Christian culture teachings out there. And just saying, I choose Jesus over everything. He is, I choose Jesus as my Lord, my savior. Um, and you know, there's like kind of two different ways you can look at it. It's like one coming from the, like a, my standpoint of, um, 
Like I thought I was saved, but then I had to claim and confess that, you know, I was lost, but I need Jesus to save me. Or two of just like, maybe you don't have really a background of faith and you're like, you're still coming to the same point of confessing Jesus saying, I choose Jesus. So, um, yeah, man, that, it, that happened, uh, August 15th. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the next episode, but, um, I think confession is like, you just, you're claiming and choosing for your life that he is my Lord and my savior and sure. I need someone to save me. Yeah, no, definitely. That that's that's great. We, yeah, confession is something that is. Um, I really don't talk about it. I guess I think it may be in, in the idea of salvation. Maybe it's one of those things that's kind of just rushed over. Um, this idea of confession, because I think a lot of people. I mean, traditionally, a lot of people think of it as you know, when someone's baptized, they come forward, they make the confession at the Lord's supper table where the mic's at, you know, and you say, "I yeah. believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God," and. Boom, confession's over. Great job, you know? But as we kind of transition into our next thought, confession, that's not the only thing that confession is. Yes, it is something that needs to be done uh, before you're baptized, but we understand, you and I understand this, and most Christians understand this. It is something that's lived out in a daily lifestyle. One of the things that I mention whenever I preach and I talk about confession, you know, it's not something that you just do here before a congregation, before you're baptized, and then it's just over. But rather, it's a lifestyle that you live out. So talk about how it's not only something that's just done with your mouth, you know, right right before you're baptized, but it's a lifestyle, isn't it, that you live? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, a couple of notes I wrote down was like, I think of the eunuch in Acts 8, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he, he was asking about being baptized. He's like, well, if you believe with all your heart, and then you think about Paul's life, you know, he was persecuting Christians and then all of a sudden he is, he becomes a Christian. Right. So it's like, I know in Paul's life, he, um, he had to truly confess. I mean, like he, you know, he had to confess before he was baptized, but in his lifestyle of saying every day, yeah, I know I was the guy that was persecuting all you Christians out there, but now I am one of you guys. And I, I believe it said like, even in scripture, like, wasn't some of the Christians, they were kind of afraid of him or yeah. like kind of yeah. weary of him. Absolutely. And it's like he had, he had to claim Jesus and choose Jesus every day, die to self, live for Jesus. And like, like, yeah, these people probably see me right now. Um, who was it? Jeffrey Dahmer that even become, he became a Christian yeah. right before he died. And it's like, um, now it's like, man, this dude, he was a murderer, like I guess cannibal or something, but yet he, at the end, like he did, um, he did go, you know, he became a Christian. One of those steps is choosing Jesus. And so we don't really, as as people, we don't get to decide, uh, well, that person did all that wrong. So I know they said they're Christian now, but not really. Because what well, we have, like, because that justifies us is Jesus. And so when people looked at Paul's life and they're like, man, he was doing all those things, but now he says he's this, it's like, hey, he's having to choose every day to live for God. And so um, something, you know, yes, you do. You are before you become a Christian. You are confessing. Um, you are choosing uh, Jesus and confessing He is your Lord and Savior. But um, also, you know, even I look at Luke twelve. Um, it says, "Also I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, in verse eight, him the Son of Man also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God." Um, and so, like we it's a very bold thing. Like you're not just, it's not like you become a Christian and you go high in the closet or you turn out the lights right. and all that. It's like you're, we're a city on a hill now. Like we are to be bold and courageous and to, um, to be a light out there and say like, yeah, I'm not afraid. I'm unashamed. I'm not, I'm unashamed of the gospel. Romans one sixteen. like, no, um, 
I think of a, there was, there is a verse that I didn't know growing up until I met Meg and we started studying. And when I realized my world was turning upside down and it was kind of going against, um, people I was really close to and, uh, and all that. And so, but it's a scripture. I tried to find it a second ago. I know it and I have written down, but I just can't think of what you, you'll probably be able to <laughs> spot it. But you know, when you, uh, <laughs> when a son goes against his father, like the truth, when you start living for Jesus, sometimes Jesus warned us that, you know, it'll, uh, the truth will set a son against his father and a, and a mother-in-law against her daughter mm-hmm. uh, or a daughter-in-law. And it's not saying that the, the Jesus wasn't here to bring peace because in a sense, he's bringing uh, a different kind of peace. I mean, he's here for peace, but he's not here to just say, Hey, I'm here. Let's all be friends and peaceful. And you know, what he's meaning is that when the truth comes, when, when the gospel is presented, uh, people in the world aren't going to like that. Yeah. And they're going to, it's going to start division. I mean, yes, Jesus brought peace, but he was also saying at the same time, like um, when the truth is set before you, people are going to get upset and to know that and to be reminded of that, like when you speak truth, uh, of the scriptures, um, that people aren't going to like that. It happened to the greatest preacher of all time, Jesus. I mean, when he started speaking truth about, you know, um, the things that were, you know, you know, the gospel and everything and the truth and it, like people, I mean, they killed him for it. Right. Um, when John the Baptist spoke truth, you know, they, they cut his head off. And so, um, I think, I think you probably, uh, can tie confession to all that of, when it comes to the plan of salvation, it is choosing Jesus. And then when you live every day after your, once you become a Christian, it's still choosing Jesus in your everyday life and the way you talk and the way you live and the way you treat people and love and um, the way you've uh, hold on to God's commandments. And um, sorry, I was just rambling about no, that's uh, good, man. Some things that come to mind. Yeah, no, that's good. That, yeah. You mentioned Matthew <laughs> 10, 35 and 36 talking about, um, you know, the, sometimes the gospel, and this is interesting about the gospel. Um, sometimes it does set people apart in that they're not willing to humble themselves and to bring themselves to an understanding of the truth. And sometimes that does split people. And that may have been the wrong verse. That, you, that may have been a verse you weren't thinking about. Um, but no, I think, no, that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. but I think that some people. Um, I like Jesus said he came to bring uh, he didn't come to bring peace but a sword. Obviously not. He's not coming here to to create division <laughs> in this world. He's you know he's coming to unite yeah. the world. But not everybody's going to accept that and going to return to that. Um, and it's interesting you right. mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer. I actually um you, do you know do you know um who converted him? I know I know his name. I can't think. I, it's I know who you're talking about. But Brother I can't Elkins. His name. Yeah. Brother, yeah, Brother yeah, Garland Elkins, yeah. yeah. And the interesting thing is, and I actually, somehow I came, somehow I have this. I just looked it up. I have a letter from Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm literally on my computer. It's a, it's a scanned letter um, that oh, wow. he wrote to Brother Elkins. And he talked about um, what Brother Elkins did for him. Um, he talked about the day he was baptized. He talked about reading um, uh, Brother Warren's book, um, The Bible Only Makes Christians Only and the Only Christians. Wow. And I actually have that book sitting on my shelf too. Um, so it's it's crazy um, what the gospel can yeah. do for people. And again, you mentioned people like Jeffrey Dahmer, somebody who's, you know, we wouldn't have anything to do with them, right? <laughs> and yet, what was the gospel, well, the blood of Jesus Christ able to do for somebody like that? Yeah. It was able to save them. That's right. Um, and it's just simply amazing uh, what it can do. You know, we talk about this this idea of confession, and you're either, you and I understand this, you, we're either confessing Jesus Christ 
um, through the way that we live our lives. Um, we talked about this a minute ago. It's, it's not necessarily just through your talk, but through the way you live your life, your actions. Um, you're either confessing Christ in the way that you live your life or you're confessing yourself in the devil. There's really only two options. There's no um, riding the fence, doing a little bit of both. It's, it's, it's simply one or the other. Talk about the choice that you and I have to be willing to make as Christians um, and a choice that we have to understand that we're going to have to make even if we're, if we're in the process of becoming a Christian, that's something that we're going to have to come to grips with that. We've got to be willing to choose Christ over everything in this world. What comes to mind is like two different things. One, it's like in in my, um, in my story, it's, uh, you know, people knew me. Um, and so I had, I had to make sure that when I became a Christian, I was doing it for Jesus. And, and knowing that, the people that are in my life probably wouldn't like it because it's, it's saying that I, you know, it, it wasn't a knock to anybody, but it was saying this stuff that I followed growing up wasn't all in scripture. No, 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 they weren't all evil or nothing, but like a lot of things weren't in scripture. So in one stance, it's saying for one person, it might be like, listen to the stuff that I grew up believing. Um, I, I can't do that anymore. So I have to choose every day to live the, the way scripture is written and, and the way God wants it to be. And then another point, it's, it's uh, the second one I would say, is just like just a person who becomes a Christian, maybe doesn't have that, doesn't have to deal with all that and just choosing every day to make decisions. So you mix those together and it's, it is every day trying to, whether you go to the gas station and you see some homeless person sitting there and you're like, you know what, whether or not this person is going to use this money or Chick-fil-A card for wrong or something. Right. That's not the point. The point is just, Hey, I'm going to love you. And Jesus has, you know, like that's, you know, I love Jesus. If I'm, if I'm loving you, if I'm taking care of you, I'm taking care of Jesus. And so you're in that sense of taking care of people and loving people, you're choosing um, Jesus every day. But, but so in another sense of truth, when, when the hard conversations come up and the hard questions and when your family or your friends say, well, you're saying this and you're saying this, and there's rumors being spread about you and there's different things. That's what's, that's what, it can be really tough is to say, you know what? I love you guys, even though what you guys are doing is harmful to me. And I'm saying like, uh, I love you, but I still have to stand up for what's right. Right. Even if it does divide us, it's not that I want to divide us, but I can't, I can't follow this anymore because I can't find it in what God's book that he wrote to us. And so, um, that's, that's something I had to do in my life is to be like, it, it isn't about the person it isn't about the stories and all the memories and the nostalgia and the sentimentalness. It's not about that because all that is treasured and, t- and, and you know, will always be, you know, part of who you are in a sense, like how you grew up. But it doesn't mean that you have to follow the things that aren't in scripture. Um, and I think that's, it kind of goes back to why people won't confess Jesus is because it, they know that if I do this, it might go against my family or it might go against my friends or the way that I've like, what was that? You know, like it took me a while to be okay with the fact that I was wrong. Um, and, and it wasn't like I was wrong on everything because, you know, there's a lot of things that I, you know, were right. right. But um, I think it is choosing every day for someone um, two different ways of either they're coming out of some kind of cult, Christian culture background and saying, I have to choose this truth no matter what, or also, um, just being someone that maybe doesn't have to carry all that luggage along anymore and say like, you know, I'm just gonna, I love Jesus. I'm gonna stand there for this truth every single day. So that goes hand in hand, but both of them are, are choosing to stand up for love and truth every day. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. When I think about, I think about the choice that we have to make, I, I go back to 
Joshua twenty four fifteen talk about Joshua standing up on behalf of his whole family, you know, and making the choice that yeah. as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Um, I think so many people think that they can have maybe a little bit of both, and that's that's where the children of Israel yeah. fell short time and time and time again, because they wanted to serve Jehovah. But then they also wanted to serve Baal or they wanted to serve the idols. And, you know, they wanted that, that quote unquote best of both, I guess, is that was their mindset. But we know, you know, I look at passages like Matthew 6 and verse 24, where Jesus said that you're either going to be loyal to the one and despise the other or hate the one and love the other. You know, you can't have both. Um, and it's a choice that we had to be willing to make. And it's something that you've got to do as you as you go on this journey of becoming a Christian. It's, it's something that you have to be willing to put to death like completely put away, completely yeah. put behind you and that you do it no more. Um, now I understand that that's a daunting task. I got to, you know, I got to be perfect from here on out. And that's not, that's not to say that you won't ever mess up and make mistakes. And we talked about that idea of repentance, you know, um, last, I guess, was it last week? We talked about that. Um, for us, it was like 20 minutes ago cause we just recorded it. But for you guys as an audience, you heard it last week. Um, but we talked about this idea of choice. It's, it's a choice that you got to make to put all of that away and behind you and to give your life over to God and to wholly and completely and 100% dedicate and devote your life to him. That's hard work, but no one, but think about it again, no one ever said being a Christian was easy. No one ever said being a Christian was yeah. going to be, you know, a walk in the park or a piece of cake, but rather it's your lifestyle that you live and it's a choice that you got to make. And that's something that's going to take a whole lot of work in order to be successful. But in the end, you and I know that ultimately it'll be worth it, one thousand percent. Because if we're found faithful, we'll hear those words, "Well done, good and faithful servant," and we'll be able to enjoy heaven, our reward with our Creator. And what a beautiful thought that is! We talk about confession um, and how it has to do with your life. It's a lifestyle that you live. It's something that you're doing every single day, just through your example um, to others and your, the legacy that you leave for others. How, how do we get over maybe some of the fears that kind of couple with that? Cause I know that some people look at that thing, man, that's, that's scary. I don't want to have to do that. What are some of the fears and how do you overcome them when it comes to this idea of confessing Christ in our lives? I think one peaceful thing and comforting thing is to know that, you know, Jesus went through this too. I mean, the, the perfect, you know, fully God, fully man, sinless, perfect savior. Like he also, went through this and he was, he was also, um, in the last several months realizing, like, uh, I've learned like even Jesus was, um, you know, he sweated blood like, and, and he, he was, I wouldn't say afraid or anything, but just like, you know, if there's any other way to not go through, he knew that he was going to come out on top. Right. He knew that he was still going to raise from the dead and everything, but still he was like, you know, if there's any other way of not having to go through this, but he said, but if your will be done, like, you know, and so he, you know, he, he was obedient to God. He went through that for us. And even though he knew he was going to come out on top, I just feel like that's, I don't know. I, that just really hits me. It's like, Jesus knew that he, um, I don't know really the right word. I don't know if he was, I would say scared or afraid, or I don't know. We actually had someone, uh, um, call up here cause we had talked about this, about the pot on authentic Christian podcast. They're just like, well, Jesus wasn't scared or afraid. And it's like, I'm not, I guess not sure what word he was, but just the fact that he wasn't looking forward to going through all the punishment and torture and all that stuff and getting hung on the cross. Like he wasn't looking forward to that. Yeah. And if there's another way So knowing that Jesus went through the extremely hard times, um, but he had that hope and he knew that God was going to take care of him. He knew his heavenly father was going to take care of him. I think we can have that too. And man, I've, Whoever's listening out there, like 
I don't talk about this much, but like I've, I've been, I've, I've been through some tough times, uh, not in a pity way, but just like, I know what it feels like, you know, like, yeah. I know people who are on the other end. It's like, I know you guys know what it feels like too. Of like when someone, and that could be anything, anything about the gospel, but we all know what it feels like when someone's like, Oh, you know, you know, they, they, uh, they make you seem like an outcast. Um, you know, I've stared people in the eyes with tears and, um, it's not a good feeling, but ultimately, uh, you just hang tight to like Jesus did. You hang tight to God and know that no matter what, he's going to take care of you and know that no matter what, we're going to come out on top, not because of us, but because of Jesus, just like he knew he was going to come out on top because God took care of him. And so if we stay faithful to Jesus throughout, throughout our life, knowing that we're going to make mistakes, God's got us. If we can, uh, you know, repent of those sins and confess them and keep on walking in the light, living for him. Yeah. That just like God took care of Jesus in the hardest moment, like God's going to take care of us. And it, because of Jesus, we're going to come out on top all because of him. Like we're going to, we're going to go to heaven. Um, and just like he was raised from the dead. Um, you know, I guess we have that hope that we're going to be raised from the dead too. Um, I don't know. I just thought about that, but that that's what I guess helps me. Like the greatest preacher of all time went through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he spoke the greatest sermons of all time, but yet people killed him. Sure. Killed, you know, so um, yeah, sometimes no. I feel like we have this pressure. Right. Yeah. No, no, I hundred percent. And one of the things I think about is I think, you know, Hebrews 13 and verse five, where God said, I will never leave you and forsake you. If we stay faithful and true to God, I mean, he's already told us he's going to be with us. He's already told us we're going to make yeah. it through. He's already told us that we're going to, he, we're going to get through whatever it is we get through in this life. Um, as long as we're faithful to him. Now, does that mean that, you know, we, we're going to get through this life with no scrapes or cuts or bruises? No. And, it's, you know, for some, uh, for some yeah. individuals, it costs them their physical lives. But ultimately, we understand yeah. that if we're faithful, he will protect us because we will be able to make it to heaven, our eternal reward. And that's obviously what we want, you know, for our own lives, but for everybody else in the world. Um, I think you and I would agree on that. Yeah. We want every single person <laughs> in this world to go to heaven. Oh, yeah. Um, and, we, you know, that's one of the reasons why we do stuff like these podcasts. And, and you know, we're trying to help get the, get the word out as to who Jesus is and what he's done for us. And confession plays a big role into that. And it really, in some sense, that's kind of what we're doing right now is, you know, we're, we're, we're yeah. confessing our beliefs in Jesus Christ and in what he's done for us and hopefully it'll help someone out there and so let me let me say this and i was going to mention this at the end but i'll mention it again here if you have if you're someone who has any questions about any of the things we're talking about maybe this is so foreign to you maybe you've never heard these things maybe you're almost there and you're just like i just don't understand something reach out to us tucker and i would be more than willing to talk to you i know the guys at gbn will be more than happy to talk to you all the guys here at the scattered abroad will be more than happy to talk to you to try to answer your questions to give you a biblical perspective on what you're going through in life and some of the questions that you have. So if you have any of that, please let us know. We'd be more than happy to talk to you about this most important subject, talking about becoming a Christian, what it means to do so. I appreciate you, Tucker, for helping us in this study. It's been a blast. I'm looking forward to our next episode, our last episode next week, man. Thanks for so much for being on. Hey, like always, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, to our listeners, thank you again so much for listening. Again, if you have any questions, anything that concerns you, anything that you just want to talk about, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy uh, to, to, to talk with you and do whatever we can. You can email us, thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. It's in our show notes below. Or you can even DM us on any of our social media platforms. Whatever you need, please just let us know. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. 
That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.